Welcome to the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nedling. You are about to discover impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you, so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Be sure you visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now tune in, get ready, and enjoy the journey of emerging as a leader of exception in the 21st century. Welcome everyone to the Find Your Leadership Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Vicki Nethling, coming to you from Roswell, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to bring topics and guests that will empower you to take your business or your life to the next level. Today, I am very excited to have Annie Deer. Is that right? Dalray. Dalray. Oh, Dalray. I have a typo. Is it a D E L R E? E. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Annie is a nationally board certified coach who's worked with hundreds of men and women over the past three years. Her clients. Ages range from teens to 84 years old, wide range. (laughs) Although she has the experience coaching men, she prefers coaching women. (laughs) I always say that too. And then my audience is 67% men. (laughs) I don't know how it happens either. I'm like, okay, right. I'm here to serve. So that's exactly right. Yeah. Because of her background as a graduate college admissions counselor, she especially likes working with students and or young professionals. Today, our theme most appropriately is confidence and self-esteem. Yes. (laughs) Please join me in welcoming Annie Delray. So what part of the country do you live in? That's our easy question. The only easy one you get today. (laughs) Okay, that's fine with me. Um, Right now, I live in San Diego, California. I love San Diego. I spent many years there um, going back and forth for one of my work projects. So let's just get into this confidence and self-esteem. What do you find is the biggest wellness challenge and how do you overcome this honestly the number one is starting is is simply having any type of forward movement um and to start you need to acknowledge that there's a problem and Mm. that is something that i feel um some people even have trouble doing or articulating it or give it a general word such as anxiety as opposed to financial anxiety Mm -hmm. my children anxiety you know my communication with my partner um so I would say determining that there's even a problem Mm -hmm. and then after that asking for help asking for help and I don't mean it like a plug sign me as a coach I mean this as anyone go watch a free TED talk there's a ton of people out there that give free, amazing content. Um, so ask for help, search, start the search. Yeah. I think sometimes that's the hardest thing for people mm. is to ask for help, whether it's a pride thing or a stubborn thing, or, or I don't know, but 
I think a lot of times that's where people struggle is asking for help. Yeah, right. Yeah. So how do you specifically help your clients um, with health and wellness? Um, number one is like the first thing we'll do is what I call a discovery, like self-discovery. And this is getting clear on where you are at life. So it's, um, I start with something called the wellness wheel. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Um, imagine a pizza pie This is the best way I could say it. And different slices are different things. So mm -hmm. mental, financial, physical relationships mm -hmm. and have them narrow it down. And I'll ask something such as, um, if you were to rate these areas one to 10, 10 meaning amazing, one being I'm really struggling, where would you rate yourself? Mm. And this is a powerful exercise because sometimes I realize I thought I was falling apart and there's like two areas that I'd like to focus on. <laughs> um, and another person may say, I thought I had, like, I thought I was happy and now I'm realizing I'm scoring low in all these areas and mm. I'm happy. And I thought I was angry, but what I really am is sad. I'm sad mm -hmm. that in relationships. I'm sad I don't have money. I'm sad I can't afford college for my kid. Like, like. So when uh, you find those self-discoveries, what steps can you, you know, where's the parachute? Mm, well, um, when, may you ask that one more time? I'm sorry. Sure, sure. If, if I look at my wheel and I see that I, I'm not angry, I'm truly sad, how yeah. can I fix that? What are the steps do I take? So that when I say parachute, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm, I'm, I've jumped out of the plane, but now I need to know how the heck I'm going to get safely home. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we can, we'll use sadness as an example. So, um, okay, what, what exactly makes you sad? And usually it's something deeper than- Yeah, obviously, yeah. And just digging and being that person who's um, who's on your team. I like mm. to tell my clients like, I'm team Jane. I'm not here for your family or friends. I think they're great. I'm happy you have them, but I'm here for you. So what is your sadness? Mm -hmm. And it's different for everyone. Right. Um, and what is that area and what makes you sad about it? So um, it makes me sad to see um, all these girls from high school getting pregnant. Well, what makes you sad about that? Well, I wanted to have a baby and I thought I was going to do it by 25. But what makes you sad about that? Well, I'm past 25 and actually I don't have a baby. I don't have a significant other and I don't have a house. OK, well, what makes you sad about, you know, and right. you just keep it, peeling the onion. Yeah, but in a way of I'm listening to you and I'm validating this. Mm -hmm. I had some clients during COVID who worked with me on brushing their teeth every day and taking a shower every day. That's where they were at. I'm here to mm -hmm. meet you where you're at. And mm -hmm. um, everyone suffers on different layers. Yeah, I guess. that is true. That is so true. And you can't, when you're working with them, you can't discount where they are, right? Right. We're all, on, that's actually like the beautiful thing. We're all on different spots of our journey. So whenever you are working with them in each of these things, how do you build their confidence? So I, 
I like to start with something you can do immediately, right? Because that builds our self-efficacy, that builds mm -hmm. our self-confidence, motivation. So there's three letters, I call them. There's There could be more, but three letters. And one, and letters like you write, right? Mm -hmm. Not the output, just to be clear. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> so letter one is all the compliments you receive. This is friends, family, strangers at work, and it could be a sentence. And um, I like to keep it on my phone. And I tell my clients, I understand if you like to physically write things down, but if you can do it on your phone, because you usually have your phone on you and you can whip that out really quick when something happens. As a reminder. <laughs> As a reminder, especially when you're feeling low or you just got negative feedback, someone was rude to you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking like even more extreme, such as breakups, getting fired yeah. and reviewing it and realizing like, I'm actually amazing and people like me. So yeah. especially when you're not feeling love, it's important to remember I am loved. People like me. Mm -hmm. They want to be around me, right? They like talking to me. Um, so letter number one, compliments. Um, letter number two, a bit similar is your achievements. Mm. So uh, as I was mentioning, the people with brushing their teeth and showering, if you do that four days in a row, that's an achievement because you weren't before. So you achieve something. Mm -hmm. small, um, wins. small wins, mm -hmm. totally. Um, okay, you didn't go to the gym for 30 minutes, but you did walk for 10 minutes around your apartment complex. You didn't do it before. So congratulations. Mm -hmm. um, and even bigger things, graduating school, right? Having your having a kid, buying your first house. Yeah. There's there's so many things that should be celebrated. And we just think like on to the next, on to the next. Yeah. Well, um, who cares if I wrote the first chapter of my book? I just saw two people publish. Well, yeah, but there's 50 other people that didn't even write a word. <laughs> that, or come up with the excuse of <laughs> I just have so much to write about. Mm. Pick, pick one, right? And go with it. And if you realize it's not for you, well, you just told me you have so much to write about. Mm. And I don't mean that rudely, just more of coaching in your face of, yeah. you're saying one thing and you're doing another. So what are we doing here? Yeah, so true. And what is work-life balance for for your definition of it, I guess. And how mm -hmm. do you accomplish it? Can you accomplish it? So I like the, I like the last question of, can you accomplish it? Because I think something that's important to note to know is there's no such thing as perfect balance. Same with like the wellness wheel that I was talking about. People get upset if they don't have all tens. Well, that's life, right? If we were all tens at mm -hmm. uh, all times, that would be perfection and yeah, there's no such not. thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, so the idea of understanding it most likely won't be amazing. Mm -hmm. And also balance is, is different for everyone. So um, some people may think it's 50-50. I'm splitting my brain 50-50, that's balance. And another person may say, um, work is cool, it's a paycheck, but I care about being home every night at 4 p.m. So your schedules are going to be different, but that's that person's balance. Right. Um, and so getting the time that you need 
with your family, friends, and most importantly, yourself. You Mm. need an identity out of work. I've worked with maybe around a hundred or more clients during COVID who got laid off, simply laid off. So, um, or lost their job, you know, um, because the whole place went down. Mm. So that, um, where am I going with this? The work-life balance. Oh, and their identities were shattered because all they did was identify with their job. Yeah. That happens when people retire as well. Mm, great example yeah they they maybe are excited about retiring until that actually happens and then they think oh my god who am I anymore total when the kids leave Mm -hmm. emptiness yeah who the heck am I I was the mom that made lunges every day or I Mm -hmm. was blank yeah yeah definitely why is building mindfulness practice so very important in this The best phrase I can use is we don't know what we don't know. So (laughs) learning to even be aware of looking out for these things. Yeah. So one of the things I learned in my studies was um, from the age of, from birth to seven years old, kids are taking in everything from their environment a hundred percent. It's all downloaded to the unconscious mind. But if a parent doesn't know that, how are they going to know I shouldn't be smoking, cursing, um, hitting, stomping, screaming? Yeah. All of these things. I, I Oh, a five-year-old is only downloading that 100%. Like, but yeah. thinking they're so young, they don't understand. They're, they're mm-hmm. so young. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, they do. They're sponges. Yes. Perfect. So the idea of... Um, I know I keep talking about the wellness wheel of even understanding, like, what area do I feel crippled in? Mm. Okay, I'm going to start studying that. I'm not mindful about it, right? They, um, a lot of people talk about mindless eating, mindlessly scrolling. Mm. Netflix watching. <laughs> yeah, TikTok, right? <laughs> so how do you navigate high school, college when you feel overwhelmed and you know, you might even say that in the, in this last two years of working school, everything, I I don't think there was one person that was not overwhelmed. How do you navigate that? (laughs) Right. Um, Actually, I mentioned it earlier, the idea of asking for help, please don't suffer in silence. Like if there's anything that I truly can say is please don't suffer in silence. And ask for help because there are endless free resources and endless. Um, and also the idea of, um, don't stay in victim mode. Mm. It's really hard. I, yeah, I had my associates, then my bachelor's and my master's. It's not easy. I don't want to be like, just study, just study and you'll be fine because there's so much more to that. Yeah. Um, so asking for help, and that's part of confidence building, even have, especially people who are introverts who haven't emailed their professor one-on-one, they haven't gone to, um, what are they called? Office hours, you know, they haven't asked for help. They're, um, they got sick, but they didn't ask for an extension because they were too scared. All of these things that can make a, a big difference. Yeah. 
um, yeah, get a study buddy, talk to someone, let it. them know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The importance of community doesn't stop. Yeah. And I yeah. think sometimes whenever you go off to college, you, you know, the assumption is that you're just going to go and get with a huge crowd of people. But there's a lot of kids in college that are loners. And yes, those are the, the scary ones, you know, that. And. And not just that, but the last two or three years, we were told not to be around each other. Yeah. So it's like you were actively told to stay the heck away from people that you're supposed to be bonding with. That's scary. I mean, that's upsetting. Yeah. I used to, whenever COVID first started, I mm-hmm. that's how I actually got into podcasting because I would do Zoom meetings with some of the elderly in my church so they wouldn't be by themselves. And, that's a beautiful thing. You know, I, I think that's, I always say that COVID gave us a lot of pain, but there were gifts that, that COVID gave us. And we would, uh, years ago, never even thought of a way to connect with those people that were shut in because it was too much of our time to drive to where they were or whatever. Right. But, but how easy is it for you to, open a computer screen, right? Yeah. And there's so many smartphones. Many people have smartphones yes, now. Exactly. My dad at 87 has one. <laughs> I believe it. Right. Right. I, um, and utilize that just, mm-hmm. and it's funny you bring up the church because, um, that's another thing I was going to say is during this time, I feel like, um, faith was either, either broken or build stronger. Yeah. Like it, mm-hmm. There probably, you know, there's in betweens, but there's very extreme. So for those people, religion isn't for everyone. Church, it, you know, religion may not mean going into a church, Mm. but when I think of my clients and family members who did have a church community and that love and kindness and checking in, Mm. and we're all in this together and, um, yes, this is the darkness. Let's all go to the light. But when you feel alone and you're sitting there alone, right? You're yeah. no one's building you up. And sometimes you need another person for that, people for that. Yeah. And your mind tends to go to the negative. Oh, totally. Because all you need to do is turn on the news or go on social yeah. media. You yeah. will be slapped in the face with um horrible news, yeah. scary, fearful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fear-poking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's time now for rapid fire. So we have four, <laughs> five questions that we'll go for. First okay. is what self-development advice would you give a teenager mm. that they would listen to? <laughs> There's a phrase that I really like that I, I want all people to utilize. And that is, that's a you problem, not a me problem. And the idea of you can only control yourself, mm. but that's empowering. That's great news. Like, like people are like, Oh, but congratulations. This is awesome. That means like you create your reality. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a fabulous thing. We should celebrate it. So share top your top two tips for time management, <laughs> which is always <laughs> a stressful piece, but you know, when you talk about wellness and, um, 
and health. I think time management is important because stress comes from not having good time management. 100%. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, especially when you are a mom, student, daughter, uh, lover. I mean, like all of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, two top, so, and I work with a lot of clients um, who are diagnosed with ADHD. Yeah. Um, but even the ones with no diagnoses, just as much struggle, I'd say over 80%, over mm-hmm. 80% people do. And the first thing I tell them is track your time, track your time. Try to plan in advance. It's very mm-hmm. difficult the beginning, especially if it's new. And then what happens a lot of times is my um, my ADHD clients will say, it's too overwhelming. I can't track my, no, 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 no. Oh, it ha- <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't work. And if that's the case, then you back track your time. Oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. So, oh. um, okay, I, I lost three hours to Netflix. And, and it's a, in the non-judgment zone, it's just, it's just data collecting. That's all we're, this is a little science experiment. That's what Mm -hmm. I tell this is a science experiment. We're just collecting data. We don't know what we don't know. Right. (laughs) It's Um, like, it's like, you know, doing a food journal. If you do it as you do it or after, but then you can see on the scale what happened. (laughs) And it's like, whether we like it or not, we see it, right? Back to the book (laughs) example, like, are you writing three sentences a day? Because at the end of the week, you'll have three paragraphs, Mm -hmm. but I'm making up. I don't even know if that would lead to three paragraphs, but I'm just giving an example. Right. Okay. So stress management, what have you learned about how we cope with stress over the past two years? what I learned is is um people don't like silence so they're always looking for that next thing um and that if you were to unplug at least once a week your life would change forever yeah I I agree I agree (laughs) so what would be an ideal client for you um, women, right. <laughs> women, I uh, really like, um, age level. What, what age? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Usually I would say women in their twenties and thirties, but I guess, yes. Women in their twenties and thirties. The thing is when I say that, then I have people of all ages reach out and they're like, I would have loved to work with you, but, and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. I don't want it to sound like <laughs> a hard stop, but yeah, uh, just because they're going through it, they're graduating, they're mm-hmm. um, starting as young professionals. These are usually new moms. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's, it's just an exciting time. Not that other ages aren't, but a lot of overwhelm and looking at celebrities as role models. So no wonder they're so confused. Yeah, for sure. What advice do you wish you had been given when you were much younger? (laughs) This too shall pass. Yeah. Oh, such a good one. Yeah. Like this is such a blimp in your, this is the smallest section. I, I, I say to my clients, like, this is what you need to ask yourself when you are losing your mind. (laughs) Will this matter? 
in five months, five weeks, five days, or five hours. Yeah, that's right. Like, that's if not, move on. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been just wonderful having you here today. If you could uh, just share your website with the audience and also your free gift. You can reach me through my website, which is www anniedelray.com and that's a-n-n-i-e-d-e-l-r-e.com and the free gift is um, a free 45 minute session I like I was mentioning discovery I call it confidence and clarity let's get some clarity because you don't know what you don't know how can you solve problems that you really haven't clarified yet yeah maybe could do that wheel (laughs) So thank you so much for being a guest and um, having, giving us such great information, such great insights and tips. And we'll definitely have everybody go to your website. Um, As always, I remind everyone that life is a journey and it's up to you to enjoy the ride. This is Vicki Nettling signing off. Thank you for tuning into the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast with Vicki Nettling, where we share impactful lessons that help you grow as an individual, grow your confidence, and find the positive and good within you so you powerfully and authentically become the best version of yourself. Remember to visit our website at www.findyourleadershipconfidence.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Find Your Leadership Confidence Podcast.